Blog Talk Radio.
name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, <clears throat> as the Republican Mentalist, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Nuda Minkari. This is Mental Like Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing the job of train porter and house mammy. Job roles black people that black people had or job roles of black people in the 20th century. You see a lot of these movies, but they wasn't even really movies. They was reality, but they showed you uh, a lot of so-called black men, bronze men, working the railroads as what they call Pullman porters, Pullman porters. Right. I want you to think about that Pullman porters right. And you see a lot of Black women, bronze women Working as house mammies Right Or these Caucasian families They always had a bronze woman As the house servant The maid, the mammy You did all of these jobs And was underpaid for these jobs And they always had the bronze man Being a porter Which is now called the conductor today what a lot of people don't know is, you know, they'll say, oh, that white Caucasians built this society, you know, because I heard this. I was inspired to do this topic because it was this that brought, that show um, them. And the white female, the cave woman, she made a crazy statement. She said, my ancestors built this country from 1876 to 1910. She said, what was the blacks doing? What were the niggers doing? She said, they was being mammies and train porters. Let me tell you something. There's a specific reason why bronze men and bronze women, so-called black men and so-called black men and black women, were put in those positions. Why the Caucasians gave them those positions of train porter or Pullman porter, right, and mammy or maid. And it wasn't because of what you think, oh, they just wanted niggas to do the go dirty, lowly work, right, and they, you know, they was just too good for that. Right, they was just too good for that. They had Caucasian women and Caucasian men who would try to get those jobs, and they would purposely give them to bronze men and bronze women because they wanted them to have those positions for a reason. Reason being that the word porter is really short for transporter, one who transports a person from one place to another, one who makes sure they get there where they got to go on time. Because the train engineer, he's not concerned with the passengers on the train. This is why they still have that conductor's role. He's not concerned. All his job is is to um, start the train and stop the train. Start the train and stop the train. He's not concerned with the cargo or the people that he's carrying on the train. He, he considers the people to be cargo. He considers the people to be cargo. And he considers the porter or the Pullman porter to be the one that pulls their stupid asses off of the train when they miss their stops because these Caucasians are slow. they simple-minded and they slow, and they wouldn't know what their stop was. They would be asleep. They would miss their stations. They would miss their appointments, their business appointments, if it wasn't for the Pullman porters. Listen to the word Pullman. So they would pull these fucking crackers. Excuse my language. I'm not going to get raw and uncut, but I just hate how they try to make it seem. They would pull these filthy crackers and they suits sleeping on the train, right, knocked out, slobbering all over themselves, half drunk out their ass, right, 
couldn't even get off their stops, stumbling all over the place. Half of them would be done, miss their stops. And because, like I said, the train engineer, he just pulls the train in and pulls the train out. He don't give a damn who the hell get off the train, who don't. Who missed their stop, who don't. That's the job of the Pullman Porter. He gets these idiots to where they got to go because that's how slow Caucasians are. They'll sit on a train all the way over to another city somewhere and be like, damn, I, I missed my stop. And they missed their business appointments. And a lot of that was happening before they was the porters. You see, because even the white males who were the port, they would try to have them as porters. A lot of them were simple-minded. They didn't know the land. They didn't know the land. They didn't know the terrain. They didn't know the areas and the stops in which the people was getting off. They had to keep time of when the station was getting pulled in, and the bronze men were good at that. They were good at making sure the people got off at their stops on time. You see, that was very important that these people made their stops on time. So the transporters or the porters was a very important position. It got businessmen, families, and all these Caucasians where they had to go. Without them missing their stops, without them uh, uh, losing their items, because the porter also served as a police officer, whether you know it or not. He was the one that was watching, make sure these these humans don't rob each other, because they you know they they famous for pickpocketing each other, robbing, pickpocketing each other. He had to watch out for making sure nobody got their stuff stolen. And again, that's another reason why they chose the so-called black man, because they know nine times out of ten, the so-called black man was honest and really honest at that time, especially when it came to Caucasians. So if he's seen some crime being committed or they lost a wallet or whatever the case may be, the nine times out of ten, the bronze men would turn it right in and give it to the people. You see, they trusted the bronze men, the so-called black men, to be the porters. They didn't trust white men. You look back at a lot of these movies where all you see is a so-called black man being the porter. He got on a white jacket and a black hat. He got on a white jacket and a black hat. reason why they had him with a white jacket on sometimes is because not only they made him perform a lot of different services. You had to make sure these idiots got off their stop at the right place and then get lost. You had to sometimes serve them food. That's why you had the white jacket on like a damn waiter. You see, you had to serve as a damn police officer. That's why he had that hat on, almost like a police hat, the round hat, because he had to make sure these crackers wasn't robbing each other. It was, like I said, pickpocketing each other. All that come from that pickpocketing stuff come from them. Scamming each other, making sure nobody stick up the damn train. Because if somebody gets decided to stick up the train, who the hell going to stop it? Like I said, the train engineer ain't going to stop it. They ain't had no police on the train. They wasn't spending no money on no goddamn police. They, they, the niggas was there to stop the crime. The porters, the transporters, which is now this position is called conductor. Now it is called conductor. They don't use porter no more. Now porter is usually associated with one who cleans up garbage. Porter is associated with someone who cleans garbage. But even him, he's in charge of transporting garbage away from certain areas so that disease doesn't build up. You see, you think they're giving our people little menial jobs. You think they're giving them little menial jobs, and that's a little lowly job. But like I said, the Pullman porters, the train porters, and the house mammies were the backbone of the nation of Caucasian people because these were the real movers and shakers. The term mover and shaker really come from bronze people because what was the, what was the porters doing? They were in charge of the movement of these humans. They was in charge of the transport of these humans, which was really seen as goddamn cargo. They were nothing but cargo being transported back and forth. And the porters made sure 
that the cargo got to where it had to get to safe. So these were the movers. They moved these humans around. You see, they made sure that the cargo, was, they was like shipping agents. They made sure the cargo got to where it was supposed to get to and whatever the case else is, that they didn't get lost, that they didn't get robbed, that they didn't get hurt. They, they did all of that. They did all of that. Okay? Then they also made sure that they had um, the bronze men cooking the food. They was the chefs because, you know, bronze people are the best cooks in the world when they're not using that damn fattening uh, seasoning or whatever, bad meat, but they're the best cooks in the world. Best food is made by our people, so they had our people on the trains cooking the food. That's a part of transportation, making sure that you have good meals to eat while you're being transported, making sure you're taken care of. You see, that's a part of that. You see, they always use our people for skilled labor, man. They always use our people for skilled labor. Exactly. White people can't cook. They couldn't cook. Everything they learned, they cooked. How to cook, they learned from us. They didn't know how to cook no food. They didn't know how to grow no food. They didn't know how to do anything. Stop believing that they was just so advanced and they knew so much. All they did was got some guns and four skilled people to work for them. That's all they did. That's what slavery was, I told you. And like I said, then they used the monetary system to co-op so-called black people. They made, They wanted to make sure that skilled bronze people didn't come together themselves and build their own community. That's why when bronze people, they didn't never want our people to get educated, meaning become intelligent as far as a skill. They didn't want our people to become skilled people because they knew if we became skilled people, we might work together and we might not serve them anymore. You see? They didn't start bringing over all of so-called laborers, these Italians and Irish and all them. They didn't start bringing them over to the turn of the century. They started bringing them in here in droves. You see, they was bringing them here in droves. And like I said, but the first builders of everything was bronze people. We built the railroads. It wasn't the Asians. The Asians came later. They came around the 1870s. They got into America. They started coming into America in the 1870s because what happened was once slavery was over, they couldn't use slave labor anymore, and they didn't want to pay bronze people good wages. So they got the Asians, and they figured they could damn near pay them next to nothing because they wasn't citizens here. And if they didn't like it, they just deport them. But they couldn't do that with bronze people, and they didn't really want to, like I said. So the bronze people went from building, laying the track down and things like they was doing that. They always show you there's always Asians doing it. They always try to take credit for what our people did. We laid the track for the trains that went out in this country. We built it. We built a lot of the, um, we built the, um, the uh, uh, houses. We built the uh, plantations for these Caucasians. We built that. Bronze men built the plantations. All right? We worked the land for them. So we were a beautiful, we were a perfect natural resource, but they exploited our people. They exploited our people. So this is what ends up happening. Well, we don't know that we're really being used as a viable resource. Because trust me, if they didn't have to have you around, they wouldn't. They knew that the white porters were not reliable. White porters were not reliable. Half these guys, these Caucasians, be like they're gambling, drinking, you know, doing whatever they're doing, and they had the time stealing and pickpocketing from the um, from the people. You see, why you think they didn't have? You barely seen any Caucasian porters back then. It was always bronze porters you seen because they, much as they talk all this crap about black people, they trusted black men because they figured black men were scared to steal from them. Black men revered them so, in that sense, they trusted black men to look over their cargo. These human, this human cargo, 
that they was being transported all over the country to do business, to do commerce, to vacation and go wherever they had to go to take care of business, family things. They trusted the bronze men to be the transporters of these humans. You see, that's why they had the jobs. Because if, trust me, if they wanted to hire white males, they could hire a lot of white males with they didn't have no damn job. And you see a lot of your grandfathers that would tell you what their job was back in the 30s and the 40s. I was a Pullman porter. I was a Pullman porter. Why didn't give the job to the white boys? Why didn't give it to them? Because, like I said, they crooked. They were crooked. They didn't want to give the job to them. Because, like I said, number one, they thought they figured they could underpay bronze men. And also, they trusted bronze men. You see, the so-called white man always going to have that slave mind, the slave mindset in his head when it comes to you. He don't want to pay you anything. You see? Exactly. You program customer service. They didn't want to pay you anything. They wanted to still have this idea that the, you work for them and that you on their land and you, that they own you and all that. This is the mentality they had. That's the mentality these animals had. And like I said, our people went with that. Our people accepted that because they were just trying to do for their families. They were just trying to make a living for their families. Okay? They were just trying to make a living for their families. And the porter job was the best paying job for bronze men. That's why they wanted to get on the porter job. Even right now, a transit authority in New York City, you'll hear bronze men, man, they'll get on the, on the job as a conductor or get on the job as a motorman. Even to this day, they offer, you know, benefits and all that to, you know, and they issue it to, toward bronze men to get these jobs because they know we are good transporters. They know we are good transporters. You see, remember like what I said? Why the, the real reason why they enslaved our people and not the so-called Native American Indians and not the so-called Mexicans, the reason why they enslaved our people is because we were skilled labor. The Mexicans, I'm going to say it again, I don't care who don't like it, the Mexicans who call themselves Taino Indians, which they're really just mongoloids, the so-called Mexicans, Latinos, the so-called mongoloid Indians, these people couldn't do anything. They didn't know how to build anything. They didn't know how to grow anything. So what good would they have been as slaves? They couldn't do anything. Slaves are usually skilled labor. If you want somebody to do simple labor, then you get what's called an indentured servant. You see, they do they do the things like picking cotton and stuff like that. They that's really what the job of the indentured servant. They must you think black people just picking cotton. Mm-hmm. That was their sole purpose. Pick cotton. Yet they don't tell you that they were hiring bronze men out. They were hiring them out. If they were carpenters, if they were electricians, when they, electricity came along, if they were carpenters, if they were um, masons, meaning brick masons, they're not a bill, they would hire them people out. They were carpenters, masons, blacksmiths. You know, They would hire them out. I want you to think about this, where the term blacksmith come from. Why is it blacksmith? I told you because it was our people that was working in the iron, smelting iron before the white man and everybody in this country. We the ones that made weapons like arrows and stuff like that and bows, which were made out of metal, sharp, thick metal. It wasn't like no bow and arrow or no wooden thing. I told you the Mongoloid Indians made those because they didn't know how to really smelt anything. All they did was carve stuff out of wood. They carved out of wood. 
You see, they didn't know how to they didn't know how to work in iron. They didn't know how to work in iron. They didn't know how to work in fire. They didn't know how to do any of that. Bronze men knew how to do that. And then they eventually had bronze men. They, they tried to show them, but they really didn't want to show them how to make guns. But the bronze men knew how to make guns. They knew how to make guns because there's nothing but a molding being poured out, and that's how guns are made. They didn't want to show them how to make guns. So bronze men taught them our skill. We taught them how to grow food on the land. We taught them how to use certain things, things they wouldn't even know how to do. We taught them how how um how to um deal with the horses and the cattle and whatnot, how to deal. And we know how to deal with all of this stuff. You see, that's what made us valuable. That's what made us valuable. So these people want to constantly pull our people down and make us seem like we was nothing here in the society. But like I said, had it not been for our people being the backbone of the society, there would be no society. Even down to the mammy, the house mammy, as they say, the one that was cleaning up for white people houses, the one who was cleaning up their how they filthy, dirty houses. Because my grandmother, she had a she had a hell of a story to tell. You know, she she did domestic work or day work. What they did, they would go and they would get bronze women, like the same way they you know, how they go and get the Mexicans. The Mexicans would be out there for work, you know, work out there to do work. That's the same thing they did with bronze women. Bronze women used to go and be at a certain area, and white women or white men would come and choose them to come to the house and clean the house and do day labor just to clean the, and they would pay them for the day. They would do the laundry, do the cleaning, the cooking. All of this stuff basically take care of these people. Why? Because these Caucasians, they like big babies. They couldn't take care of themselves. They barely know how to wash themselves. That's why the bronze woman, the mammy, a.k.a. the mommy, was basically taking care of a big family full of goddamn overgrown children. Those of you who worked around Caucasian people, they're very inept people. You see? They're very awkward people. They don't even know how to wash themselves. They don't know how to wash themselves. They don't know how to raise their children. They don't know how to do any of that. That's why they like to have the bronze woman around because the bronze woman is really the acting mommy, a.k.a. mammy. And don't let her have breast milk. Don't let her have just have a child because then you're going to be doing breastfeeding too. You're going to be breastfeeding their animals, their puppies. They're going to make sure you breastfeed their children, feed their children, take their children out to walk, take their children out, spend time with their children because they don't want to spend time with their children. They want to go to work, come home, and see them. Hey, little Evan. Hey, little Devin. All right, good night. Hey, guy. All right, girl. All right, all right. That's what they want to do. Uh, Cora, come in here and put, put little Evan to bed. That's what they want to do. They don't want to deal with their kids. They do not want to deal with their kids. They don't want to be. They don't want to be bothered with their kids. You see, if you ever see Caucasian people with their children, they're very detached from their children. Why do you think their children end up hating them when they grow up? They're, F you, mom. Fuck you, mom. Fuck you, dad. They, they'll say that right there, you know. And we look up. I look at them like, really? You talking to your parents like that? You know why they said it? Because they know their parents had no real maternal or paternal instinct. They had none. It was just like they was being raised by a bunch of sterile, robotic beings. Like I see white kids, they was like, and eh, you know, um, you know, we just basically, you know, at brought home food, we ate, we said our grace, went to bed, watched some TV. That's basically their life, man. That's their life. 
Their life is a life of nothingness. Their life is a life of nothingness. Okay. They're very, they're very, like I said, they're very dysfunctional people. Again, if they were so functional, why they want the so-called black woman in their house taking care of them? Bronze people, so-called black people are so depraved, so low level, so low life. Why would you want them in your house around your valuables? Watching, cleaning your house, doing all these things because they trusted the mammy. They know she wouldn't steal, but they know the bronze women are honest. They ain't no thieves. Even to this day, they trust these bronze women, even these young ones. Well, I wouldn't trust the damn take care of a doll baby, but they got them out here watching their children. They don't give a damn. They like whatever bronze women they can get, every so called black when they get to watch their little brats, they'll do it because they still know. That the, even the worst black so-called black woman with the worst maternal maternal instinct is better than them, their women, because they have like zero maternal instinct. When you see them with their child hugging and kissing their child, it's just them acting. They probably saw a damn movie and they saw a woman being um, hugging and kissing their child, and they was like, "Well, maybe I should do that too," because that's what I'm supposed to do. That's that's what they are. They mimic. They're nothing but mimics. They, like, this looks like the right thing. Even when you see them being intimate with each other and they kissing each other, you could tell they they just like robotic. They just doing it like, well, isn't it what we isn't this what we're supposed to do? You know? Yeah, let's just let's, let's go with it. Yeah, let's go with it. Because they're the most they're the most soulless people on the planet. They have no souls. So if you have no souls, then you can't really be a mother. You can't really be a father. If you have no souls, you can't be no mother. You can't be no father. Humans have no souls. Human beings have no souls. Only the almond being have souls. The humans have spirits. The human beings, just like the animals, have spirits. And animals, they will take care of and their children to a certain extent. But after a certain time, they like they want to get rid of their children, like when you see dogs and cats. They raise their children up to a certain thing. Next thing, they try and get rid of them, get them out the way. And what they also do is they practice uh, incest. Animals practice incest, which is where these humans get it from. They practice incest. Animals practice incest. They'll lay with their brothers, their sisters, because it ain't nothing to their animals. Their humans are the same way. And so the the the, the transporter and the and the mammy, aka the mommy, are really the caretakers of these humans. They're really the caretakers. We're taking care of them from behind the scenes. Even in slavery, we were their caretakers. And they hated us for that. They hated the fact that they had to depend on us. They they wished they could tell us, nigga, get out of here. That's why they always put hell on you, because they hated the fact that they couldn't do anything. If we wasn't there, if we left, and we decided to go in the house and kill everybody and burn the plantation down, they can't do shit. All they're going to do is call some more people and kill us, but so what? Y'all dead now. Nobody's going to earn, but like I said, this was always on their mind. One of these niggas going to come and kill us. How do they let us treat them like this? They always were perplexed by this. How do they let us treat them like this? Why don't they kill us? If it was us, we'd kill them. We'd get together and kill them. You know why they think like that? Because they know they have no value. They have no value as a people. They have no value as a race. These humans have no value as people. 
And that goes for the Caucasians, you Asians, you East Indians. You have no value as a people, and you have no value as a race because you act like a bunch of savages and animals. You act like a bunch of animals and savages. All you got to do is put you in the right position and, and, and that you feel threatened even if you, you're not being threatened. All you got to do is feel threatened, and you'll see the animal come out of them. That's why they love their guns. That's why they love to call, constantly call the police on the bronze man when they're feeling threatened. You see, because they're cowards. And these are the same people that created these jobs for you in their household to try to cast you beneath them, put you beneath them. But like I said, think about how it would have been if the bronze men were the porters, now the conductors. What is a conductor? A conductor is one who conducts energy toward a certain direction. That's a conductor, one who conducts energy, power, electricity, whatever, conducts it toward a certain direction. Now, if the bronze man who was a transporter is now called a conductor, he is conducting energy or the energy of people in a certain direction, in a certain way. That's what he's doing. That is his job. You see, he is conducting people in a certain in, in a certain direction, in a certain way, so that he gets a desired effect. And what he's teaching the people, what he's guiding the people to do. You see. And they also another popular job they had. Well, another popular job they had for bronze man was butler. A bronze man was a butler. Now, butler was the one who basically was like their brains for the person who he's being a butler for. He would lay out the clothes for this person, iron their clothes, make sure their stuff was taken care of. So if you got a grown man, you're a so-called grown man, and you got another grown man laying out your clothes, ironing your clothes, putting your stuff together and all this, then what is that man's relationship with you? What is that man's relationship? You're really trying to make him into a woman. In your mind, you're making him into a woman because if you make a butler, butler, if you make him do the things of a woman, make him lay out your clothes, iron your stuff and things like that, if you're making him do female or domestic work, then you're really trying to make him into a woman because you're not supposed to do that. They used to call, um, they used to call butlers manservants, right, manservants. What the hell you need another man to serve you for and serving you in what way? What what can a man do for you that you can't do for yourself? I can lay my own clothes out. I can get my woman to lay out my clothes. You see, why wouldn't he get the maid to lay out his clothes? Why wouldn't he get his wife to lay out his clothes? Why would you want a manservant to do that? You can get your own goddamn drink. Now make me a drink. You see, they they really, you know, they really just had bronze men around because, you know, think about it. What was the job of a butler? What was the job of a butler? To take care of the ma- to take care of the so-called master. That's what they call him, the master of the house. To take care of him. Take care of him like a child. But in his mind, it was probably some um, some sexual relationship. A man's taking care of me, and you already know who the bitch is, the so-called lord of the house, because you got another man taking care of you. 
he was the lord of the house, which is really the lordest of the house. A lot of these industry, uh, big industry Caucasians had sugar in their tank, and they liked the idea of having a bronze man around telling them what to do and doing this and doing that and having him at his, you know, just anything. They loved the energy of a bronze man around because nine times out of ten, bronze men, whenever they came around, they were smelling good. They clean. You see? They, they clean people. You ain't got to worry about them coughing in your food, hocking in your food, touching or stealing your stuff. You didn't have to worry about that because they always tell me how quick they quick to say niggas is thieves. Well, if niggas was thieves, why you had niggas working around you? Why you had niggas working in your house? And this from a bunch of people that stole everything from everybody. These Caucasians, they got the nerve to call somebody thieves. All they do is steal from other people, and they deflect who they are to other people. And another reason why, because they love to, you know, they love to try and figure out the mind of the bronze man. You see, they're always going to, let me tell you something, these humans will always be curious about the bronze man and the bronze woman. Why do you think they have you in close quarters? They always want to be kind of in some way connected to you, some kind of way. I used to be a thing with the Jews. They used to hire bronze women to clean up their house. Okay. Now, question. Why did they not hire their own people? Because Jews had, you had Jewish women who was looking for work cleaning the house and that, but they would purposely hire black women, number one, because they would underpay them, number one. You know they're going to take advantage of bronze women. We don't underpay them and cheat them. And if the Caucasian male had a taste for bronze women, if she's young, the nine times he'd pick out, he wouldn't try to get in her pants or something like that. So this is the reason why they chose bronze women, because they wanted the bronze woman, who was the house servant to Mammy, to act as a surrogate wife for him as well as a surrogate, surrogate mother for the children. This is why they chose her. Why wouldn't you choose your own kind? If you say we're not your kind, why are you asking us to breastfeed your children? You see, they'll say, oh, you like any other animal. No, you are the animals. Remember that the Caucasians, the humans, the East Indians, these are the animal people. These are the animals. These are the people with the hair like animals. So what does that tell you? They're marked by the, by the, they're marked by the seed of the beast. So one So one would have to wonder Why would you Have these people around you Why would you Allow these people Around your children Because you know Nine times on the ten They're going to take care of your children they're going to teach your children things, right? They're going to teach your children decent. They they know that. You know, they know that. They know that you. They're going to the, the values that a lot of these white women get. They'll tell you in a heartbeat. Well, I learned that from Mammy, Aunt Mammy, or whoever the one who raised me. She was always cleaning our house. She would talk to me when I was going off to school and stuff like that. A lot of these Caucasian children reason why they got so liberal towards so-called black people is because nine times out of ten, you know, when the Caucasians in the 60s, the Caucasian young Jewish kids and stuff like that, and Caucasian white ones, 
The reason why they tried to get so cool with black people in the 60s or act like they were so liberal is because nine times out of ten, their parents had a black person or bronze person in the house raising them who was their mammy or the damn butler. Because that's another combination. The mammy and the butler is like the surrogate mother and father of the house. Who you think is being? Who you think is watching over the children? When let's say the Caucasian man and his wife got to go out of town, they want to get away from the children. It's usually the butler and the maid and the house staff, but mostly the butler and the maid. They're watching the children. So they use these bronze people as surrogate. They use them as surrogate parents. They use them as surrogate parents. Okay. They use them as surrogate parents to watch over their children. Because like I told you, they don't even want to really be around their children. Because these are not maternal people. These are not um, paternal people. They're not, past, you know, they're not family-oriented people. When you see them in, interacting like a family, like I said, nine times out of ten, that, like, I'm going to give you a good example of this. Why do you think you saw a lot of those white shows in the 50s, like Leave it to Beaver and, you know, all the father knows best and, you know, all these Caucasians with the mom, the dad, and the children. Why do you think they did that? Because they were trying to program white people in the 40s and the 50s to be like that. They wanted white people to be like a nuclear family. They wanted white men and white women to be good moms and good dads because they knew deep down they were not. They were programming them to be like that. So a lot of these Caucasians watch that. Next thing you know, they want to be like Ozzy and Harriet. They want to be like Leave it the Beaver. They want to be like Father Knows Best. They want to be like that Caucasian nuclear family. They want to be that. You see? They want to be that. They They leave their children around our elders because our elders give them the best advice. Our elders and our and our and our uh uh grand elders and the and the and the matron elders, they gave them the best advice. They're the ones that told them, Go go, you better go stay in school, you better go and do that, you better go over there and they, they would usually get the permission from the parents to discipline the children that they caught them doing something. They 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 give them the switch. You see mammy beating the white kids' asses with the switch. And then tell their mother and father what they did. And they tell them, good job, mammy. You got what you deserve. They tell them, they, they, they had no problem letting bronze women beat their kids. You see, discipline their children. They had no problem with that. You see, because the, the mammy raised them. When you see white children coming from privileged homes and you see a mammy there, a so-called maid or whatever, she's more than a maid. She's more than a cook. She's more than any. She is the mother of the house. She is the mother of the house. And the white woman who's usually the so-called mistress of the house, because you got the master and the mistress of the house, she usually would go to Mammy. Oh, Mammy, you know, what should I do, Nanny or Nanny? And she'd be trying to be cool with her and whatnot because she was really trying to basically, uh, um, basically trying to, you know, you know, use, you know, sponge off of her mentally, you know, to see how she should act as a woman. Because if you ask yourself a question, why would a woman, a woman of another race, want another woman in her house cleaning her house and doing other things? Shouldn't she want to do that for her own family? Why would she want another woman, a person who is a stranger to them racially, foreign to these people, why would you want these people in your house cleaning your house? Why would you want them in driving? And another thing, what was the uh, um, butler also doing? Part of his job was to drive these Caucasians around. 
You see, why didn't they drive themselves around? They say black people simple minded, stupid. We, you know, we don't know how to do nothing, but we know how to drive cars. We obviously had to be the best car drivers because we we were driving everybody everywhere. Every time you turn around, a black man was a damn chauffeur. It was a chauffeur, a butler. It was all these things, all these things that basically were taking care of white men, could not take care of themselves. If you take their butler away, they have a goddamn heart attack. They got to lay out their own clothes. They're like a bunch of big, overgrown children who just happen to come into money from their families. They're a bunch of overgrown children. You did not see any white butlers because, again, the white man, he really didn't want a white butler. It wasn't a status thing to have a, a so-called white man working for you. The status wasn't having a bronze man work for you because the bronze man and the bronze woman were considered skilled labor, and but they wanted to make them into slaves. So, again, the, still the slave mentality is in the so-called white man to enslave our people. It's in all of them. It's in all of them. They always think you should serve them. And when you tell them the hell with you, ain't serving you nothing. They don't know how to act with that because they're so used to you being, um, what's the word I want to say? They're so used to you being uh, um, compliant. They're so used to you being compliant to their orders. Because what they're really doing, they're ordering you around like they're the master and you the animal when it's really supposed to be the other way around. Because that's what it was in the house. You just wasn't ordering them around, but you was telling them what to do. You was telling them what to do. Why are they taking orders from a nigga? They're taking orders from a nigga because, like I said, the nigga knew what he was doing. The nigga basically ran their lives. If it wasn't for the niggers and the niggerettes, the mammies and the porters and the butlers and all the people, they say, oh, you were just doing a service job. You was here to let, let them not show up for work. Let them Negroes not show up for work. Let the mammy stop showing up cleaning the house. Let the train porters stop showing up on the trains. Let the damn, and let no bronze men take those jobs. Because they're first going to keep trying to give them to bronze men, but when they give them to white men, they're going to start seeing the train get stuck up because these white men are conniving. They're conniving. These white, these Caucasian males are conniving. They'll be a damn, they'll get, they'll get a job as a train porter just so they can set the people up on the damn train. They have a few of their friends run on and rob all the, all the guests take their money and they act like they, they do stuff like that. Bronze people ain't going to do nothing like that. And they know it. They can trust them. And, they, and in fact, well, a lot of times when the trains got robbed and you had bandits, so-called bandits come on there, they're like, well, how do they know where to come at this stop and get the train and rob everybody on the train? Because nine times out of ten, if they had a Caucasian conductor, he was working with them. They were telling well, you want to come over here, ride your horses over there, you call me, and then you come up here, and, you know, we ain't got nobody here. You rob all these people. I got to get, get my cut. And they and they got wise to that and figured it out. And so it was like we got to hire so-called black men, bronze men, to be the conductors because they know we don't have that mentality when it comes to us. They know we don't have that mentality. We just want to do our job and go home. We want to do our job and go home. We want to take care of our family and go home. And another reason why they felt like that is because a lot of times the conductors on them long trips – they see a white woman, um, the white porters or the conductors, they see they're on them long trips. They see a white woman. You see, and a lot of times they sleep on the trains. They see a white woman. You see, and a lot of these porters, they're messing around, but they'll rape the women in the damn train and jump off the train. They'll rape women, rape their own women, 
or they'll be trying to have an affair with the women. The women go off and be in the damn bathroom getting bent over on the damn train or wherever they was at. But they didn't have to worry about that with bronze men because bronze men, first of all, they ain't mess with the white women like that, and they were scared to death. They didn't want to mess with them. They didn't want no problem. They just wanted to work and go home to their family. They wanted to work and go home to their family. They did not want these issues. They didn't want these problems. You see? But even even now, they try to make us, they try to scapegoat us and make us uh, um, seem like we lowly people, you see. But understand they gave us certain jobs or what they call service jobs for a reason because they used it to take care of them. Just like in slavery, they used us to take care of them. You know. They want us to take care of them. And we, got, we know we're done taking care of them. At least a lot of us should be. We should be taking care. We should be done taking care of them. You know, a lot of people still are not. You still got a lot of these uh, young mammies. They got a young generation of mammies that are out here doing the same thing. No bronze woman should want to take care of these little. You don't take care of these goddamn humans. They're brats or nothing. They shouldn't want to take care of any of them because of the verbal abuse and things they had to put up with here in the society after helping these animals after making sure these animals could get to where they had to go, got to, to, to do their so-called business, which is really the business they were doing with some crooked shit. Whenever these, whenever these humans somebody they doing business, it's usually some crooked shit. You know saying? Some, some crooked, backward, you know, uh, felonious shit that they doing that they call doing business. So in other words, it helped them keep their devilishment going in order for them to beast it, to, uh, um, have these clowns keep going with what they're doing. They had the bronze people looking over them, watching out for them, making sure they got to where they had to go, did what they had to do, and made sure that. And it shows to this day. It shows to this day. Whenever they got you in any kind of job, trust me, it's not because they want to have you there. It's because they need you there. They always make it seem like, oh, they're giving some kind of handout to or some some handout to um, bronze people, you know, we're we trying to do affirmative action and all this other bullshit. But what do you think white men doing? Every every job they got was based on affirmative action for Caucasians, even jobs they were not qualified for they got. You see? Even jobs they were not qualified for they got. So keep that in mind. There's a reason why they wanted bronze men and bronze women in their house because they would consider, they would say they consider the butler, they would consider the maid or mammy to be part of the family. She was considered part of the family. Now, why would you consider this woman to be part of the family who's not as same, not the same as you or nothing? Why would you consider them to be part of the family? Why would you consider them to be the people that take care of? you that they should be the ones to take care of you because you know they are the true caretakers of the earth. They're the true transporters of the earth. They're the true responsible people of the earth when they're in their right state of mind. That's why you felt comfortable having these people as your support system because that's what they were. Bronze people were their support system and without bronze people they could not have run anything. They could not have done anything. Everything that they have in this country is built based off or built off of something that bronze people built. They couldn't even have survived here, and I need y'all to know that. Stop acting like they came here and did this. They ain't did a bunch of shit. Stop believing American BS history. They ain't did nothing here. 
All they did was bring guns and diseases and take over land from our people. That's all they did. Put our people in submission under them because that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to break our people. They wanted to because they knew in the past we had them in bondage. We had them in slavery. And like I told you before, they, they we had them in servitude. That's what they were created for. And now they're getting even with us. They're getting so-called even. And we'll be right back.
and we're back. I want you all to note that any type of work that our people do in the society, it's because you're needed to do that work. They don't just give out jobs to you randomly just because. You are vetted to do certain work. They know that our people have certain skills and management because all of those jobs I mentioned, those jobs, train porter, house mammy, those are management positions. Those are management positions. Who are you managing? You're managing these Caucasians. You're managing their life. When you are a butler, when you are a train porter, when you are the people in the background, when you're the maids, the cooks, the mammies, whatever, you are, you're taking care of these people. You're managing their life. Because if they why, why why wouldn't they do all that for themselves? Why they want you to do that? Why why they want you to do that? You see, why they want you to take care of them? Why they want you in they in your and they house? They supposed to be better than you. Why they want you in they? Why they want you in they house cleaning their house? Why they want you in their house cleaning their house? Why they want you in their house? Uh, 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 um, washing their children. You see? Why they want you in their house washing them, cleaning their clothes and whatnot? Because like I said, they they know that you are more advanced than they are. And they know that you don't know that they're more advanced. That you are, being that you are submissive, you have been made submissive by them to hide the fact that they need you to do things for them especially back then. Now they'll have different types of people doing it. And like I said, even to this day, they'll still use you for certain things. They'll still use you. Now they say, oh, we don't need you blacks no more. Okay, see how far they go. You take them, you take our people out of certain positions here, even in managing their emotions. We even manage their emotions. When you got people that's playing sports, when you got people that's playing sports, when you got people who are, uh, um, you got people who are in charge of making these people happy, keeping them happy, keeping them sane, playing sports, doing all this stuff. This is a outlet for them. This is an outlet because these people, the reason why these humans, these Caucasians, rest them were running wild like animals doing the things they were doing, lynching our people and doing the things they were doing is because they had no outlet. When an animal doesn't have an outlet, what is it going to do? It's going to start to be wild. It's going to attack you. When animals don't have an outlet, what are they going to do? Animals are going to start attacking you. You're saying? If you, you know, they're going to start trying to rape, rob, steal because that's their outlet. So this is why television came. This is why movies came to give these animals an outlet. This is why they made these movies about bronze men, black men being savages and monkeys and all this other stuff and making fun of you because that was a way to make themselves feel better about their nasty selves. It was a way for them to be feel better about themselves. The most telling thing that Lyndon Baines Johnson, an old white racist, former president after John Kennedy got assassinated, he said, you know, these these white, these white, um, these white Southerners who ain't got a pot to piss in the window to throw it, I'm paraphrasing. He said, they'll, they'll vote Republican against their own interests if we tell them that they, they get to be better than black people. As long as we tell them they get to be better than black people, they'll, they'll vote against their own interests. You know, that's all they want to hear, that we better than black people. Why do they want to be better than black people? Why do they want to be better than you?
because deep down inside they know they're not better than you. Deep down inside they know they're not better than you. And they look at their condition and they see every day, they got to see every day that they got all kinds of shortcomings, all kinds of uh, uh, um, all kinds of um, you know, hang-ups about themselves, and they try to deflect that on you. They try to deflect their shortcomings and their hang-ups on you. That's why they got to make you a nigger. You know, you got to be the low life to leave your children behind. Your woman got to be a hoe. Basically, all the stuff that they are. All the stuff that they are, all the stuff that they, that come from them, degenerate behavior, they want to put that on our people. We wasn't like that as a people. We didn't get like that until we got around them. That's when we got like that. We got like that trying to, when we got around them, starting to act like them. Because we was made to worship their image. We were made to worship their image. We were made to iron our hair and try to look like them and push this lighter skin thing, who got the better hair, and all this stupid nonsense. You see, we were made to emulate them. We were made to copy them. And we were made to take care of them. That's why, you know, and again, you could tell when they kept you in those kind of jobs because the jobs back then, they were very slim. The jobs they gave you were porters, meaning you cleaned up, janitors, you know. Notice the job they put you in had to do with sanitation, cleanliness, maid, mammy, taking care of them, cleaning the house, um, transporting them back and forth. What does this sound like? What does this sound like? What do these occupations sound like? A porter, a janitor, cleaning up the filth in areas, being a transporter on the trains, being a, a mammy or a maid in the house, cleaning up after these people, being a butler, taking care of the so-called master of the house. What does that denote? What does that say these people were? What does that tell you? What does that sound like? It sound, what is, do you tell me what that sounds like? What is that description? What is that description? What is what all the things, those services they perform, what would you call that? What would you really call that? You were caretakers to these people because they're children. They're nasty. They're nasty. They're degenerates. They don't know how to clean themselves. They don't know how to really clean no areas. Because keep in mind, they come from places in Europe where it's so filthy there, all the disease come from them. So how do you how do you sit up here and have these people who trust these people to clean things and whatnot? You know, these people come from filth. We don't come from filth. These people come from filth. They live in filth. You go back in Europe where they was living at, you see how they was living in England. You see how before the Moors came there, you see how they was living in England. You see how they was living in Spain. You see how they was living in Italy. You see, there was nothing going on over there to the Moors. The bronze men came over there and got things going. The, the bronze men who were studying Islam, they went over there and they brought civilization to these people. They brought architecture to these people. <clears throat> they brought artwork to these people. They brought the, uh, clothing, how to dress clothing, how to eat their food. I told you, as a bronze man, who is responsible for how you how people eat food in restaurants, soup first, salad first. I forget what this guy's name was. But it was bronze men who was doing this. But they wanted to push you in the background because they always want you to think you were some jungle savage and they rescued you from Africa and made you work and then whatever the case is, all that lie. All it's a bunch of lies. But then after that, why they still got you around? After that, if you were just a bunch of useless, lazy niggas who just – 
with just, you know, whatever, why they still got you around. I told you in that show them, the ninth episode, when it showed you the bronze man, how he was able to survey the land and get water from the land for these Caucasians, they turned around and burned him and his wife after he helped them. They showed that she was a seamstress and she knew how to sew and do all these things. What did they turn around and do? They turned around and burned these people, killed these people like the animals that they were. You see, the sick animals that they are. Because like I said, it, it's no different. It's no different. You see. And also, a lot of the porters on the trains, somebody made a good point that, you know, a lot of the porters, that's another reason why bronze men wanted to take the porters' jobs. The real reason why a lot of bronze men took the porters' jobs on the trains is because a lot of, Bank, a lot of people who worked in the banks, a lot of people who worked in insurance companies, a lot of people that were working in the stock market, they would be talking amongst each other about what stock to buy, what to invest in, what to do this, what to do that. And they figured the niggas were simple-minded. They stupid. They ain't really listening. But they was listening. And they learned about stock. And they wanted to make money like the Caucasians. So what they would do was they would basically be up there and listening to what these Caucasians were saying as they was riding the train cars. The porter would come and bring them water and bring them food and basically make sure they was all right. They get off at their right stop, wake them up. But he's all this time listening to them talk about what stocks to buy, what we should do. And, you know, they would buy stock and they would make money off of that. Let's listen to these Caucasians because, you know, the Caucasians didn't think they was listening. They wasn't even trying to help them. You know, they didn't think they was listening. You know, they didn't think they were listening. But they were. They were. And because they were listening, a lot of these bronze men who was porters on the train, a lot of them came up, made money, bought homes and things like that. And they might have quit their porter job or they might have stayed on until they retired. But they made money. They came up. They came up off of listening. That's why they got those jobs, to spy on Caucasian men, spy on white men, white boys who were riding the rails, dispatching, because these were businessmen now. These were businessmen. The businessmen, of course, they're going to have the bronze men there, you know, serving them, because they get off on that, having the bronze men serving them. They get off on that, having a mighty man, a real man in servitude to them. They get off on that. But like I said, the bronze man was utilizing them as well, taking their stock tips, taking their, uh, um, taking their, uh, um, listening to their uh, meetings, trying to figure out where they can get, where they can fit in at and get money, how they can make money and not and with these people. They were trying to figure, and our people always good at. They would listen, and they, like I said, would pique their interest, and they would be like, "How am I get money off of this?" You see, so our people were very intelligent. There was a reason a lot of them worked around worked those jobs. It wasn't, oh, because of the money. Some of them did it because of the money. But they, they made sure that all they wanted to see, and that's another thing with Caucasian people, why they wanted to see bronze men working on the train as conductors, because they love, love, love seeing black people, so-called black people, in servitude to them. They want you to be a butler. They want you to be a maid, a mammy. They want you to be a conductor, a porter. They want you shining their shoes. They want you doing all these things that really adults are doing for them. This is adults doing this. You see, this is adults doing this for them. 
you see. These are like adults doing this for them. These are adults taking care of them. I'm shining your shoes because you can't, you got, you too much of a child. You too much, of, you too simple minded. You'll mess up. You can't, they couldn't even shine their own shoes. Why do you think they had bronze men shining their shoes? Why would I get another man to shine my shoes and I can shine my own shoes? You see, they would go out, they, to this day, they go out and they'll be, they'll see bronze men. You go in, um, Grand Central Terminal, you see these old bronze men with shoe boxes up there. They still out here shining shoes. You see these white businessmen, they'll go up there and pay them ten, fifteen dollars to shine their shoes. Why wouldn't I shine my own shoes? You see, why wouldn't I do that? Why wouldn't I clean my own house? Why wouldn't I get my own clothes out? What kind of person does that? Because, like I said, these people don't know how to take care of themselves. They don't. Just like they didn't know how to take care of themselves when they came into America. They forced us to take care of them. They forced us to create a life for them. They forced us into that. You see, they left us with no choice. But there was always a choice. We just didn't want to take the hard choice. We didn't want to make the hard decision when it came to them. And you know what that means. There was always a choice. But we wasn't ready to take that choice. AKA take that chance. But a lot of people did. A lot of them got free. Because a lot of people just walked off the plantations. A lot of them walked off those jobs. A lot of them walked off the and they'd be like, Oh, where you going? Why are you leaving? They will always try to get another bronze woman out there to do the do the job. Because these are dysfunctional people. They don't know how to clean their houses. They don't know how to take care of their children. They don't know how to get to places without getting lost. They don't know how to feed their children. They don't know how to, the women don't even want to breastfeed their children. They got you bronze women breastfeeding their children. They women, the women don't want to spend time with their children. They don't. They don't. That's why you were necessary. Because trust me, if they didn't need you niggas, they wouldn't be dealing with you. They wouldn't have you in their house. You see? They would not have you in their house. The so-called Jews, there was a time where they said they didn't want black people in their houses, right? That's what they would say. Well, why wouldn't you want them in their house? You had them in their house, in your house before when they would clean your houses and stuff. Then all of a sudden, y'all didn't want them in their houses. But we'll talk on that another time. Why all of a sudden it switched? Because you always had the so-called Jew and the black. The blacks were working for them and helping them and doing stuff for them. And they would always get black people to serve them in some way, shape, or form because they know that the so-called black race are the true chosen people. We are the real chosen people, not them. That's why we we went through the hell we went through. They never went through no hell. You see, going through hell under your own people, the people that look like you, is really not hell at all. That's well, you know what that is. That's how you say. That's emotional. That's emotional uh, disturbance. When you go again, really, when you go, if you are enslaved by your own people, that's really not enslavement. That's called that's called classism. When you are enslaved by another race of people, that's called racism. When you are enslaved or made indentured servants or whatever by your own people, that's classism. See, because you can always ascend that class. Because you are the same race as those people, so you can always come up from amongst that. But when you have you are blocked because of your your color, your skin, or your race, and you're gonna always be told you're gonna be at that level because of how you look, that's racism. That has nothing to do with classism. A lot of times, you so-called black people get it mixed up. 
you get it mixed up. We'll be right back.
So always keep in mind, whatever position they show our people in in the society, it's always a system of servitude, but it is really an action of caretaking. Mm-hmm. These humans, Caucasians, they want to be taken care of. See, now they're finding different people to take care of them now. They're trying to find different people to replace us. That's why they brought the Mexicans over. The Mexicans are really supposed to be used as a replacement for bronze people, for black people. That's why they had the Mexican women coming in their house. But the Mexican woman wasn't good enough, wasn't as good as the bronze woman was with their children. That's why to this day they still hire bronze women, so-called black women, to be mammies to their children, like what they call sitters. Mm-hmm. They still hire you because they know that they can trust and they know that all, all women tend to have more of a maternal instinct than anybody else. When I say we have a maternal, when the, our bronze women have more of a maternal instinct, that we tend to be more in tune with the children's needs, desires, what they want, what they need, we're more in tune with it than their own parents. You see, that's why they would always, you know, whenever there was a problem, they'd come home, they'd talk to Mammy. Remember that show? A good example of that show. Remember that show, Give Me a Break, with Nell Carter? Remember that show, Give Me a Break? How many of y'all remember that show from the age with Nell Carter? What fat ass. How many of y'all remember that? She's dead now. But see, there's a reason why they had Nell Carter, you know, taking care of a white family. All right? There was a reason why they had her taking care of a white family. You Notice she was fat, right? They made sure she was fat and sloppy, right? And she was taking care of the white girls and the white man. You see, they did that for a reason. The white man, who was the police chief, notice how they said that the white man was the police chief, right? And he represented the law. What did she represent? She represented the order in the house. The white man represented the law in the streets, Dolph Sweets. He represented the law and the order in the street, the law in the streets. She represented the order at home because he, she, she, uh, uh, Nell Carter, she kept the children in line, his children. You see, they were showing you that the bronze woman is a better mother, a better mammy. They, see, mammy was meant to be an insult because they really wanted to call her mommy or mother, but they didn't want to insult the white woman, so they had to make the bronze woman role more subservient, more low-grade. But she was really virtually being a mother to the, to the white children and a mother to the, to the man and the woman. That's really what she was doing. They had to make it, uh, um, they had to make it, you know, less what it was, because they would show these people as being what they were inept. They can't take care of themselves. They can't, you know, what I'm saying they can't. They couldn't get around day to day without the assistance of our people, and that's for a very simple reason. We were here in this country way before they were. We were in this country before they were. We knew this country, and we worked the land, and we knew how things went in this country. This is why after slavery, they used our people. You see, that's why they used our people as uh, uh, as labor force so that we could take care of and show them how to survive here. That's really what they enslaved us for, to help them survive here, because, again, without slavery, they could not have survived. Without slavery, there would be no industry here. Slavery was built. The industries of America was built off of slavery. Mm-hmm. Let's say it again. The industries of America, the American industries that were built, were built off of the backs of slavery. Because if it wasn't for bronze people, 
as they say, doing all the labor, doing all of the heavy lifting, doing all the architecture, doing all of the uh, um, agricultural work and growing the plantation, growing the crops, because they don't want to say that you were an agriculturalist. They want to say you was a cotton picker. You see, that's more better than saying you were an agriculturalist. You were the ones that was growing the food on the land. You were the ones who knew how to plant the seeds in the land. They didn't know how to do shit. These Caucasians didn't know how to do shit but kill people and steal their stuff. That's all they knew how to do. Kill people and take their shit. Hmm. All they knew how to do is kill people and take their shit. You see? That's all they know. They don't know any. They didn't know how to farm the land. They didn't know how to do any blacksmithing. They didn't know how to do any seamstress work. They didn't know how to do anything. Hmm. Most of their stuff, even the clothes they were wearing in Europe, at one point in time, like sackcloth, they would wear sackcloth. Look at the early stuff, uh, pictures of them in Europe. They had like sackcloths on that they tried to sew together as dresses, as pants. They was wearing sackcloth. You see, they were wearing all kinds of, uh, um, you know, burlap pants and all this burlap. They would wear anything, you know, just to to cover themselves. They didn't even wear underwear. Hmm. Can you imagine that? They didn't even wear underwear. They didn't even know the women didn't know how to even know how to clean themselves after their menstrual cycle. Which is another reason why they had the bronze woman there. Because the bronze woman showed the white women and their white daughters how to clean themselves after their menstrual cycle. They be walking around with blood all up between their legs, they know how to you know, they're not a douche themselves. They were nasty people, man. Mm. Very nasty people. Because you know the white woman, she would leave that to the to the bronze woman to teach the daughters, oh, you know, this is how you want to do your hygiene. This is how you want to, you know, when you get your period, when you get your, you know, this is how you do that. This is why. This is why. Because these people didn't know how to take care of themselves. I'm telling you, every job that they gave us was basically taking care of them. We were there, we were caretakers for them. Every job, look back at it, train porter, mammy, butler, everything that we did for them was basically taking care of them like a, bit, a bunch of overgrown-ass children. That's all it was. That's all it was. They've always fed off of us. They've always eaten off of us, and they hate the fact that they need us to get to give life to them, to take care of them, to guide them. Now, like I said, they try to replace you with the Mexicans. They got the Mexicans that come out here, and they'll be doing all that work. It was a time where, you know, they had bronze men doing that, the whole shape-up thing of getting men to go out and work. That came from bronze men. They used to do that with bronze men who was the skilled labor and doing work, and they would pick from the bronze men. That's how a lot of bronze men and a lot of early building steps, they were the bricklayers. Right? Carpenters and things like that Because they had that skill They had the skill of carpenters Bricklaying, brick masons and things like that They knew how to build You see And they were self-taught And sometimes they were hand, they were handed down to, By their fathers who, um, were the, who were doing the same thing And it's another reason why They tended to sell the fathers Away from the children Because they didn't want the fathers teaching the children Especially the boys in the trades You see they didn't want them teaching any trades or skills to them because you're naturally going to teach your children. You're naturally going to teach your children what you know. That's why the sister said in the um, thing, she said, oh, I was I was doing the seamstress work. She 
she they called it they didn't know you know she used to I was sewing since I was uh since my mother taught me when I was a little girl. So they was telling me they was learning that skilled labor from their mothers and whatnot, and they were learning skilled labor from their fathers to do what? Be caretakers for these humans. Because as soon as they became good blacksmiths, the father was trying to be, how to be blacksmith. Now, you become a good blacksmith, you won't work on the Sutton Riddles plantation. They'll have you as a blacksmith. You can live there. They would do stuff like that. Or if you became a good bricklayer or whatever, you could go over there and work on them, and they could they hire you out, and you could keep some of the money for yourself. All kind of shit they used to do to our people, man. All kind of degrading shit. They was hiring us out to take care of these rest of these humans. That's why these humans like like work have hiring us out and giving us next to nothing because we took care of them. They always you could look in the most racist southern town, you'll always see a black mammy or black people in the house cleaning up the house, doing the yard work. So they wasn't racist enough. They wasn't racist when it came to you taking care of them. See they racism was on hold. They were still racist, but when it came to you taking care of them, oh, you know, oh, we ain't racist today. We ain't going to be outwardly racist. We need these people to take care of us because we don't know how to do shit ourselves. Because if you so-called white supremacists, if you so-called white supremacy, white superiority, why do you got niggas taking care of you? Why do you got niggas feeding your children? Why do you got niggas breastfeeding your little animals? Why do you got nigger women breastfeeding your little animals? Why do you got black males laying out your clothes for you? Why do you got black women cleaning your nasty-ass houses for you? Wouldn't you do that yourself? If I was a so-called supremacist, I don't want you in my house. Why would I want low-level people in my house cleaning my house, people who I look down on? Why would I want them in servitude to me? Answer because they, you know that these people were on a higher level than you mentally. And you wanted the energy, the mental energy, the logical and common common sense and the and the uh, um, civilized mind of these people around you, so that you can absorb that. That's why these humans want you around. They want to absorb your soul. They want to absorb your energy. That's why, if you notice, when you, long as they're around you, more and more they're around. They start trying to talk like you, mimic you, act like you, especially if it's some kind of music thing. They start trying to copy your slang, everything. You see. There was times where a lot of these Caucasians, they would have bronze men as butlers, and when these Caucasian males left, they died, they would leave a large inheritance, a pretty semi-large inheritance to the damn butler and the the maid. They would leave a semi-large inheritance to them because they would be sometimes, some of them just filthy animals, and they'd have you work for them for next to nothing and treat you like hell and don't leave you nothing. But, you know, Sometimes they were leaving because they were so grateful that these people took good care of them. Because they was like, you know, you always took good care of me, Minnie, Nellie, Nanny, Mammy. You always took good care of us, took care of good care of the family. Why, why would you say something like that? Why would a person who's supposed to be so low grade, so low level, like you teach us black people are low grade, low sensory, and low freak functioning, and low intelligence, and low IQ, why would you have these people take care of you? Why would you entrust these people with being conductors on your trains? Why would you trust these people with being cleaning cleaners in your house, maintenance people in your house? Why would you trust these people to do that? If they're so low-grade, they're low-grade people, why would you trust them? Surely you could get some of your own white people to do that. Hmm? They needed work. They work for next to nothing. Why you hire them? 
answer because you know if you hire them. See, white people, let me tell you something about white people. White people don't trust other white people. They act like they do, and they play like they do in front of you, but they don't trust other white people. I'll prove it to you. Why don't they hire white women to watch their children? They got white women that can watch their children. They got Russian white women, uh, German white women, because they know nine times out of ten, because they know that that white woman that they hire to watch their children got the same animal instinct as the white women do. American white women, they got the same animal instinct. They got the same selfish, non-maternal instinct as them. And they know that outside of five minutes, they leave their child alone. The child be crying. They be beating the hell out the children, slapping the shit out the children. That's why these Caucasians put the cameras. That's why they put the cameras in their houses to watch the they watch the they white nannies. It wasn't for the black nannies. It was really for the white nannies to watch the white nannies see see about them abusing their children or the other other damn Latino mammies would be slapping the hell out their children. They be crying, they smack the hell out of them, hit them on the head with something, and you come back, your child all beat up, you don't know what happened. All in manny cams and all this other stuff, what they call nanny cams. That's why they started installing the nanny cams for them. That wasn't for our people. They trusted in our people because they know that no matter what they say about us, we do have a maternal and a paternal instinct. Remember in that remember in uh, in Shirley Temple movies, they would have Bill Bojangles Robinson dancing with Shirley Temple, and he would always be talking to her. He basically was like a grandfather to her. He was like a grandfatherly type to her. You know? He was like a grandfatherly type to her. And they would trust their children with the with the um, bronze work help because they knew these people were not degenerate people. These were good people. <clears throat> In a bad circumstance, they happened to be up, up under these nasty-ass humans. <clears throat> That's the only thing that they, you know, happened to, you know, fall into. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing they happen to fall into. They happen to just fall into that role, unfortunately. And that's it. Let me go and read these questions before we get out of here. Train, uh, are train porters, and, what are train porters and house mammies, the job roles of black people? These are basically service jobs. These are caretaker jobs for humans. They create caretaker jobs. They won't call them caretaker jobs because the Caucasians don't ever want you to think that they are vulnerable people, people who don't know how to take care of themselves. I told you, these they want to always make it seem like they're so strong and enterprising and so intelligent, and they lead in the force, and they build in the country. They ain't did shit, man. Only thing they built was railroads, and the only reason they did that is to transport cargo for people to use things and whatnot. They, just, they, they built the country for the necessity of money. It wasn't about helping the people because when you talk about building a civilization, you build a civilization, you're not thinking about money in mind. You're thinking about the future of your people. The white man who built up America doing the bridges, the damn, the bridges, the trains, and whatever else, that was about money. That was about enterprise. That's what that was about. They, the people that took care of this country was bronze people because we took care of them. So therefore, we took care of the heads of this country, the leaders of this country. We took care of them. We raised them. Why were black people used for these jobs? Because we took care of them. We were caretakers for them because these people could not really take care of themselves. True story. Who a true fact? I should say. Who chose? Who chose them? Well, the white people chose them in these roles. 
That's why they made it hard for you to get rolled, um, get jobs doing anything else. That's how they, you know, they know you're going to need money and they know you're going to have to work. So they say, oh, well, the only position available is a porter and a mammy. So you're going to take the job because you need the money. But you're basically taking care of these people. What is a porter? A porter is one who transports a person to another, from one place to another. So you were transporting these human cargo from one city to one, another city because they were seen as dumb cattle. They would get off the wrong stop, drunk, fall on their ass, fall off the train, half of them. They're robbing and stealing. That's what they do when they get together. Okay? They're little felony selves. What is the uh, mammy? The mammy is the mother. Mammy is the mother. She's the caretaker of the family, the whole entire house. She cleans, she cooks, she breastfeeds children if needed. You see, she mends clothes. She does all of the things they call it a domestic servant. Who is being domesticated? The people who she's caring for. They're being domesticated by the work that she does for them. That's really what a domestic is. It's a domestic for the people she works for. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen, we trust. And Amen, we thank. And Amen, we continue forward forever. I'm the intellectual leader, Minkari. This has been Mental Like Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow at 10. Good night. We the ones that leave all zeros when we come through. The superheroes they think of, speak of. Supremacy when you see us. The cure for your sickness. Disease meant to lock, meant to lack. The real republic, why not us? Spot flooded with serpents. Flu head, urgent. From another planet, Persians. Hopped out the teleport straight from Krypton. Balzog, rocking all blue, new neck. Superman, bronze pan. Palm of world in my hand. Goddamn, the Lord's coming for you. I'm a I'm its free slayer beast. Same animal cave dwellers to tell her. Lucrative business endeavors. Marijuana got my eyes red like the sun at dusk. Sunset it off. High power laser beam. Clean them off. Hit my target marksman. Perfect aim. Sharpshooter goes by the most high. Gave me the sign. Mesmerized the masses with my classics. Like this. Invested half a mil in past film bills. Finally Hollywood demonic producers. A truthless. Exposing your closed circle of criminal wizards. Spell casting, robbing black artists and actors. Tells from the crypt and shit. Flip the script on them. Time for judgment and punishment on them.
gonna say to you and the old me, it's a future color, oh, you will see. Of the blue print with the mentions of the blue pill spectrum, I'm flowing to the bright ones near you. With the mind of a sharpshooter, thinking 10 years in the future. Yes, traveling through time and space with no trace While I'm sitting in your face, never daydreaming It's a future vision, have to manifest my greatest creation Solar cells of a man, temperature, mutation Tell my unborn future solar surfaces That will bust and break through the bright veil Now time to take your first inhale We been living in the future, so we been here My children, yes, you been here If you catch me in the days, you thought I was gone In a higher dimension, not a mind be zone Definition of a power after projection. Black mind sit down and take the listen. You know why? We will be here. Teach yourself. I'm coming. We will be here. See me in the future, thinking in the future. Breathing in the future. We are the future. We not the present nor past dwellers. We are the human beings. We future tellers. Thinking in the future, living in the future. Breathing in the future, we are the future. We're not the present nor past dwellers. We are the honor beings, we future tellers. Pen came to life when I seen the brightness. Yes, a future teller. Think of ten elder, top soldier in this thing of ours. No mafioso, only built for almonds and lex. Intellectuals take over the globe. Future prophecy, we here connect. Future vision of our ascension. Lord of diligence, loyal strength and power. Iron sharp as iron, sparks flying, man of steel, made from carbon. 2000 degrees. At ease, soldier, fire starter, flames on like torch, bars, fantastic for all wise, civilized, prepare for war, peacemaker, fuck, ride or die, we rise and fly forever, future teller, break my dark acapella when the beat drop, pop off like cork, champagne bottles on New Year's, cheers, no fear in our hearts, Z mark the spot, Jackpot, triple sevens, add them up. 21 gun salute, don't make me shoot. Mental boot camp, tens the number. Future teller, what? Linear from the circular, tens the number. We are future teller. Future tellers, see that perfect picture. Uh.